Hey everyone and welcome back to the Let's Write a Book podcast. Today I wanted to talk about um, tracking writing progress because for me this was the biggest revelation. This was the thing that really, I don't know, it just took me to a whole other level because in the past I was always so scared to even record what I was doing because I... I don't know, I, I thought in my head, oh no, if I record exactly what I'm doing, then I'll be accountable and then I'll see exactly that I only did 30 minutes that day and that would be a terrible thing for some reason. Um, but as we talked about in the last podcast, I think every single writer struggles at some point with this feeling of burnout and pushing yourself too hard. And this is kind of like the caveat to that, like when you start to have achievable goals and work consistently, actually also tracking the progress and recording what you do is equally as important because if you're doing all this amazing great work on your novel but you don't actually record it then you can't easily look back at those times when you're feeling discouraged or those times where you're feeling um, that you're not doing well enough and remind yourself that actually you are doing well enough and actually that you did a lot in the past month so you don't have to be so hard on yourself. And this is something that I also learned, um, funnily enough, in the last couple months that I really learned for myself because of reading the um, Atomic Habits book by James Clear. And it just reading that book really made me realize it is actually super important to track every everything that you're working towards, um, especially with your novel, because especially for historical fiction, um, that's the genre that I write. It, there is a lot of research involved and there is a lot of moving parts that aren't necessarily writing the novel, you know. There's a lot that goes into figuring out what the characters are wearing, what the characters um, do during their day, what they eat, where they are, what animals are around, everything. And yeah, if you don't track the time that you're actually spending researching all of this vital information that you need to write your story, then you're going to at some point feel like you, that you didn't do anything, right? That's also the difficulty with historical fiction is balancing the researching with the writing. But I digress. Now I've really made tracking a habit for me and it's helping me keep so motivated in in the past especially in March actually when I was recovering from um the burnout episode (laughs) that I had in February it really helped me stay motivated and stop beating myself up because no matter what I could look at my calendar where I make like these little crosses every day that I do work on my novel and I could look back on it and say okay well Even if I didn't write every single day in March, I wrote three days in a row last week or I wrote twice a week, um, the two weeks ago or something like that. And then I could actually see, okay, I did do something and I know the other reasons why I wasn't on the other day is because I was tired or because I was meeting friends or whatever it was. Um, but it doesn't mean that I did nothing. And so you get to this point where you think, okay, how do I actually track this progress or what do I track? Because I am also someone that overdoes things and I could feel myself in the moment where I set up all of my trackers um, that I could easily have tracked like 
everything and that would have also been pointless for me because then you just overanalyze and overthink it and that's never good. So what I've been tracking really is um, a couple of things. It's my research reading progress. So that's when I have to read sources and take notes. I track this because um, sometimes with sources, you know, they might be like 200 pages long and I can't read that in one session. And it is kind of nice to actually see, okay, if I have a 200 page source, 100 page source, actually how long this takes me to do, because then in the future I know, okay, it takes me roughly, I don't know, three days with um, one hour each or three days with 20 minutes each to um, read this source and take notes. So therefore in the future, I know if I have a source with a similar length, how long it will take me and I can plan it better. Um, I also track what I read. So I keep all of the sources that I have because also in historical fiction, you know, you read a lot of sources and you find a lot of um, academic papers or what have you. And it's very easy to forget where you found the information, uh, especially when there are lots of sources on the same subject or a similar subject and you can't exactly remember where it came from. Um, because maybe you need to go back and reference it at some point or use it for marketing material or something like that. Then I also track how many pages I read in one session and how long the session was and the date that I finished the source. So I know when I started, when I finished, I know how many days it took me. I know how many hours it took me, which is important because it might take me three days, but only one hour. So then I would know, okay, if I needed to, um, for instance, spend an hour on it again, maybe I could do a whole source in an hour. And I, I would know that's not unrealistic, you know? And also how many pages I read in a session because, yeah, then that also helps me to plan better. And the other thing I also track is my note-taking process. So this is when I'm, when I've got all my notes from my sources and I'm, um, wanting to collate all of the notes and make sense of them, I track how long this takes me to do because this part I feel can take the longest, uh, especially if you're collating notes from like, I don't know, five different sources because you have to make sense of it all. And this naturally does take a bit more time, but through tracking it, actually, I did realize that you can actually get more done than you think in 30 minutes and it ends up being quicker than you think a lot of the time. So, this also was eye-opening for me because I thought it would take me so long and it would be so difficult, but actually for a lot of it, it wasn't. I was just, you know, again, <laughs> overthinking it. So every single month, I pretty much have a really good overview of what I track. So the pages of the notes that I'm collating or simplifying. I know how long I spent on each subject. I know how many subjects I completed in that month also how many hours it took me and also the start and end dates. So it's super, it is super detailed. Um, I guess you don't have to track how many hours it took you or how many minutes, you know, if it took you 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. But I, for me that that really helps keep it in perspective. And if it takes me two weeks to do something, I know, okay, if it took me two weeks, but I spent very few hours on it, it just means that I was busy that week and that's okay. Like it helps me to cut myself some slack. Another part of tracking, I think naturally that goes into it is the goal setting. 
So what I did for my goals this year was I decided to set goals based on um, the winter period and then the summer period because um, if you're like me, your habits change a lot <laughs> when it's dark and it's cold outside. I tend to actually be super productive, so I do a lot. And then in summer, I'm less productive because I'm outside and I'm enjoying my time, which is completely fine. But I think it's good to work to your strengths in each of the seasons and work with the energy that you have rather than trying to work against yourself. So I divided the year into winter months and summer months according to my habits during that month, but also according to my mood. And then um, I set goals for what I need to accomplish every three months. And then I broke that down by a month. So that also does that sound a little bit like over-engineering, but because I know the state that I'm in with my novel right now, I knew that giving myself um, about three months to, for instance, um, do the research notes, then I knew that would be a good time period. And I knew that by um, the fourth month, I could already start collating my notes um, or I could start editing and that wouldn't be a strain for me. It was really um, eye-opening to kind of break everything down that way because then I could see, okay, if I do, if I meet all of the goals for this month, then I can easily move to the next stage and the next stage. And I didn't feel a pressure for once. I didn't feel like I was pressuring myself too much. Um, it felt very natural to spend two months researching and writing the notes and then three months collating the notes. It, it just makes you feel so much more at ease because you feel like, okay, that's a deadline I can stick to. That's realistic for me. Um, but I think the main part of this whole process was setting a goal date and an, and an actual date too. So then I can also compare, okay, um, this is the date that I thought I would be done by, but actually I was done by this date. And that also helps to, I think, alleviate pressure from yourself that it's okay, you know, if you don't reach that date because it's just what you thought you could reach at the start of the year, you know? So when I look back every single month um, or even when I'm at the end of a period, so if I've finished like the um, reading bit or if I've finished the note taking bit, I can look back and say, did I keep my monthly goals or did I need to adjust it to work better for me? And I think that is also the mindset that you have to have with um, with meeting your your own self-set deadlines you have to also look at um, what's going on in your life at that time and whether it was a matter of not being focused or, or maybe it was something to do with your personal life because, you know, obviously everything has a domino effect and it affects not just one part of your life but all parts of your life. So this also, I think, helps to just create a little bit more empathy for ourselves um, and find ways to work with how we're feeling every single month as well. So now when I'm writing, I'm actually tracking how long I write for every day. Um, I use this app called Forest and I just really like it because you grow a tree if you stay focused and you you do the thing for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or whatever. And for me, that, that just like psychologically helps that I have everything recorded in this app. So I feel like I'm making progress. Um, I also set a goal for 
what I want to accomplish over the next months. So it also depends on what phase I'm in. When I'm in my writing phase, it's I'm planning very differently. I don't plan that I have to have a certain word count by a certain day or anything. I just try to finish um, scene. I work like scene by scene or chapter by chapter. If I'm editing, um, I would set goals for editing, you know, chapters one through five by this date. But I wouldn't necessarily say I have to edit this amount of words because I think that's just, yeah. I never, I'm never this person that's working exactly to the word count. I'm more working in the scenes or themes or whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish with the task. And also right now, I'm just trying to focus a lot more on where I am and also the progress that I am making. Because if you actually do, I think if you do track it and you look at it objectively, you can see the progress that you're making. So every time I feel discouraged or I, I feel like I don't want to do it or that I just don't have the energy to do it today. I just try to remind myself to stick to the goals that I set myself. And in the grand scheme of things, like it doesn't matter if I was doing notes this day and I was tired and I wasn't feeling it because I know in a month I'll be glad that I did it. I know, I, I know that when I look back, I will appreciate all the days where I didn't feel like it, but I still did it anyway because it brought me so much closer to that goal of finishing my novel. So if there's one thing I can really recommend it is to track your habits. So track all of the things that you're doing towards your novel, all the amazing progress that you're making because it helps like stop yourself from saying, oh, I didn't do enough, you know, or, oh, I'm not a good writer because I didn't um, spend this amount of time on it, or I'm never going to be an author. Like it just stops your mind from making up stuff, from filling in the gaps because you have evidence to say, no, I did do it. <laughs> and actually I am being an author right now. I always try to say that to myself, like every time that I sit down to write that I am being an author now, that, that is me being an author, even if my book isn't ready yet. It also stops you from pushing yourself too hard because yeah, you work within your within your boundary that you set yourself. So I think it's also important that even if you want to continue doing work on your novel for, I don't know, an hour, two hours, three hours, I'm going to be unpopular and say, unless you're in a flow state, that you probably should not do that because you are going to burn yourself out. Often, I think burnout moments come disguised as... Um, motivation or disguised as passion um it's just the part of ourselves that gets insecure and wants to do even more and even more but i do think you have to stop yourself from doing this so that you can keep it sustainable and all of the um tracking techniques that i mentioned just now i actually um use notion to do all of this so i started using this at the start of the year and it's really helped me so I did also set up all of my templates and linked them in a blog episode where you can actually go and download them. So if that's interesting to you, then uh, in the show notes, I'll link my blog um, with the actual article where you can go and download them from. Also on my blog, you'll find lots of um, interesting resources for writing articles. I have a newsletter as well that you can feel free to subscribe to. Also on Instagram and Twitter, you can catch me there if you want and you can, you know, Follow me if you want. <laughs> I have um, lots of folklore and mythology um, social content mostly. 
Um, but I also do have a Pinterest if you just want some like aesthetic inspiration to get your writing juices going. And if you would like to send me a question for the podcast or if you just want to send something in that I should react to or, you know, anything that you just want to share, then feel free to do that. The email is letswriteabookpodcast at gmail.com. And that does mean we're at the end of the episode now. But I will see you in the next one. I'm going to talk a lot more about um, my writing process and what I actually do or how I develop certain things in my writing process in further episodes. But I just thought it was nice to maybe touch on more um, productivity and actually how I'm approaching the writing because I think everyone is super different in this way and I think I've become a lot more methodical this year about it rather than just leaving it up to the whims of when I feel inspired to write. So yeah, maybe that's also something that you're going through right now and I hope it was helpful. So thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode.